Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 84. It's not the want that's the problem. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) How are you all? It's August. Are you guys freaking out about that a little bit? (laughs) How can it be August? My kids start school the week after next. And my daughter is starting fifth grade. My middle son is starting fourth. And my youngest is starting second. And it doesn't look like anything I ever thought the start to school would look like, you guys. (laughs) You know... When you think about our kids starting school, there's the backpacks and the back-to-school supplies and the school list supplies we have to go shopping for, and it was just none of that this year. Um, I'm still wrapping around the ideas of doing online learning. Our school has decided to do 100% online learning through the whole first semester, so it's not even a possibility that we're going back to school until the end of January, you guys. The end of January. (laughs) Now, you guys know that I am a master at managing my thoughts and all of this stuff, but I got to tell you, I am feeling it right now. Um, Everything's fine. You know, the kids are fine. I'm fine. You know, my husband and I both work from home. The kids have had a part-time nanny for most of the summer. You know, we can't really complain, but... I think because we're into it four and a half months now, into the pandemic, and the idea of another four and a half months, it's like I've already been through it, so I know what it's like. Um, The idea of doing that again is not too exciting for me. (laughs) I think at the beginning of this, I was like, this is what we have right now. This is what we're doing. Let's go all in without ever really knowing when it was going to end or um, if there was a timeline on it. So now that I have a timeline, my brain's like, oh my gosh, you got to do this again for as as long as you've done it already. What in the world? And I'm, I'm freaking out a little bit, but it's okay. Like I have been getting coaching. I'm acknowledging my thoughts. I'm feeling the frustration and the sadness and the unknowingness of this situation. And I'm allowing myself to kind of feel icky and to just be with it. And I tell you what, it feels so much better than um, not dealing with it, right? So like part of me just wants to go buffer or to watch a lot of TV or eat all the snacks. (laughs) And I did, I got coaching yesterday and I did some journaling. And instead of trying to manage my thoughts, like change them, I just dumped them all out on a piece of paper. I just journaled all of my thoughts about this whole situation. And there were thoughts like, this sucks. I don't want this. I want this to end. When will this end? I'm done with this pandemic. Like I just let myself dump all of that out onto the piece of paper. And I didn't run any models. I didn't try to self-coach myself on it. I just saw it for what it was. And I'm choosing to think those thoughts right now and be here with my thoughts and feelings and accepting all of it. 
and not looking at it as it like like it's a problem, like something needs to be fixed, like my mind needs to be fixed, or I should be thinking differently, or I should be feeling differently. So I think this for me is like a whole next layer of awareness and acceptance of our current situation and of my thoughts and feelings instead of always trying to fix them or to feel better, which is never our goal. Like our goal really with self-coaching and feelings and thought work and everything that I teach you guys is to just see, just be aware of our thoughts and our feelings and to be willing to be with them and to know that you don't have to change them, right? Like the human experience is supposed to feel difficult sometimes, right? And I think the more that we can allow all of that um, and see it and not hide from it, the more truth we're able to gain, right? So by I know like by me being willing to be here now and to be uncomfortable and to be worried and to be frustrated and to be sad, um, that it's going to, it's going to work itself out. It's going to reveal some things to me and some solutions that I can take when it's ready, when those things are ready to be taken, if that makes any sense. Okay. So I'm not in a rush. I'm, I feel better just sort of like unleashing it all and uncovering how I was feeling and, and telling myself I'm willing to feel right now instead of working on a solution. Um, I think, we should be feeling all these things right now, especially as parents with little kids at home. You know, like we are in a pretty good situation with my husband and I working from home. I can't imagine what other parents are feeling like that have to leave the home to go to work. And like having little kids in elementary school and what their options are. So um, it's a tough, it's a tough pill to swallow for all parents right now. Um, Even if you don't have kids, right, it's a tough pill to swallow because we're in it, right? We're in it, you know, like this is not going to be changing anytime soon. Um, And if you practice social distancing or you're trying to avoid getting sick, all of that stuff, like you are definitely feeling it. So My heart goes out to all of you who are feeling the same way and know that there's nothing wrong. Know that it's okay to feel like this and you don't need to justify it. You don't need to say, I shouldn't feel this way. I have it good. None of that stuff helps us, right? Just be with it. Just breathe. Just notice it. And um, the longer you're willing to be with it, actually, the quicker it'll go away. So that's what's going on in my head. And in my emotional well-being. Um, other than that, I, you know, some good things are that I love what is going on in my work right now. I'm running a free program, the five-day reset to stop over drinking and seeing the women show up there and trying the tactics that I'm, I'm teaching and seeing them post success after success of getting through day one day without drinking or five days without drinking or they're sharing their experiences of how they've uncovered so much about why they're drinking in the first place and they're feeling their feelings and processing that instead of drinking like it's absolutely beautiful and it actually helps me um, do this work right now in this pandemic like it helps me to help other people and I've heard that said before in other self-help stuff or um, and any or and any other like times when people are suffering, everyone says it helps you to help other people. And I never really knew what that meant until 
this pandemic. Um, and it definitely helps me to help you all. So thank you for being here. Thank you. If you're in the five day reset, if you're a podcast listener and you rely on these podcasts every week, if you're in my private coaching program, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love all of you so much. And it does give me a purpose to show up here on this podcast every week and trying to give you guys advice that might help you live your lives better with more fulfillment and purpose and helping you navigate all the things. So I love you guys all so much. Today I want to talk to you about the idea of desire and the want, the urge. Okay, so those are all things, all words that we use to describe the want to drink, right? So we have urges, we have desire, we're just like, I just want it, I just feel like it. Those are some of the words that we use to describe our want for alcohol. And so many of you guys, especially when you're first starting out on doing this work, like you're scared of the urges. You're scared of the want. You think the urge is the problem. You can't get through your urges. You can't get through that desire for alcohol. What I really want to explore with you today during this episode is the urge, the want, the desire, the need, all of that isn't the problem, okay? Because if we really look at those things, the feelings, the urge for the alcohol, the urge and the want and the desire is nothing more than a vibration in your body, right? And I've talked about this so many times before, but when you feel the urge to drink, it feels like you get a quickening in your heart, or you might feel like tense in your shoulders, or your throat might clamp clamp up, or your stomach might feel a little fluttery. You might, you know, feel a little hot or something. You might have a change in your temperature, right? So like the physical vibration is the feeling that you experience when you have that desire to drink or that urge to drink, right? So when we talk about our urges, we're like, oh, I just don't think I can handle that urge. And it's really important that you guys distinguish the difference between the feeling, the vibration of those urges versus the thoughts in your head, okay? So the urge itself, that vibration that you feel in your body that I just described is not anything that anybody should ever be worried about, okay? That is nothing more than a vibration in your body, a physical reaction to the feeling that you're having in that moment. Okay, and just like happiness has a feeling with it and joy and excitement, right? We can describe those feelings pretty easily. Like I feel light, I feel excited, I feel jittery all over, right? Like those are vibrations. Those are feelings that we have in our body. An urge or the desire to drink is just a different variation of those vibrations, right? You just feel it in different areas in your body, okay? So the more you get comfortable with your feelings and understand this, that it really is just a vibration that you can breathe and allow and process through, it becomes less scary, okay? What the real problem is, what we really don't like, and this is what you want to get really clear when you, when you describe this for yourself, is the thoughts that are happening in your head at the same time you are having the urge to drink. Okay, so this is what happens. Say you're not going to drink. Say you decided, you know, yesterday that you weren't going to drink tonight. Okay, and then come four or five o'clock at night, your brain starts it up, right? It's like revving up that motor. (laughs) And it's like, oh, it'd be nice to have a drink right now. 
And then you might feel that little urge. You might feel like, ooh, a little quickening, right? It might kind of make you sit up in your seat a little bit, right? It might make you tense up in your shoulders a little bit. You notice this feeling. It's meant to drive your action, right? An urge is just something that it's a feeling that gets you to move, okay? In this situation, it's a movement to go pour a glass of wine or make yourself a cocktail, right? So you have both going on. You have the feeling in your body and then you have the thoughts in your head. And what we don't like more than the urge, the actual vibration in our body is what we're thinking, okay? So we have this thought, ooh, it would be great to have a glass of wine right now. Ooh, I really could have a glass of wine. Ooh, it's been a long day, right? This is what it sounds like in my head. It always starts with ooh. (laughs) Ooh, that would be nice, right? And when you notice that and then you start arguing with yourself, you're like, no, (laughs) we're not drinking tonight. I'm not drinking tonight. It's not on my plan, right? And then you feel this pull, this conflict within yourself. You want it, like you feel the urge, right? You feel that physical vibration in your body, And then your brain says, I want it. And then your brain is also saying, I don't want it. I didn't plan for this. And so then that creates more conflict in your head. And what is hard about this whole scenario is not the urge, okay? It's the conflict that you're having in your brain about drinking or not drinking, okay? So what I want you guys to really hear me on here is when you find yourself in this situation, All right. You want to sort of stop thinking. Okay. So it sounds like this. Okay. I'm recognizing I'm having an urge. I can feel myself in my body want to go pour a glass of wine. I'm going to feel my urges right now. I'm going to stop thinking. I'm going to put my thoughts to the side and I'm going to go into my body and I'm going to process and get curious and allow my urges to be there. So if you guys need to stop the podcast and rewind that, listen to that, because that is the internal dialogue that you want to have with yourself. So you notice the urge, you notice your thoughts about wanting to drink, and you say, I'm going to stop thinking about drinking, and instead I'm going to go into my body, and I'm going to process this vibration that I'm feeling, okay? And this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to stop thinking, and I'm going to ask myself, where do I feel the urge? And then listen to what your brain says. Your brain will say, in your chest, or in your stomach, or in your shoulders, or in your throat, or in your face. It'll tell you where you will feel that vibration in your body. You need to listen to it. And when it gives you that answer, for me, it would be like in my chest. Okay, I'm going to breathe into my chest. You take a deep breath in and you relax into that vibration, okay? And you take another deep breath and you relax on the exhale into that area in which you're feeling the vibration. And then you just sort of move through your body wherever you're feeling that, okay? Then you ask yourself some questions. Is this moving in my body? Is this feeling moving? Which direction is it moving in? Is it hot? Is it cold? What is it trying to tell me? Okay. Be with the feeling. Allow that feeling. Every time you ask it a question and then your brain answers, you breathe and process and just take a few minutes to go through those motions. Okay. 
You're not, every time your brain wants to start thinking about drinking, you say, no, that's not what we're doing right now. We're not thinking about it. We're processing the urge. We're processing the want. We're processing the desire. And then you come back to your body and you breathe and you process through and you breathe and you process through and you stay with your body. Okay. Stay with your body. You don't think about drinking or whatever else is going on. And every time your brain wants to do that and stop being with your body, you bring it back into your body. I'll give yourself five minutes. And notice after that exercise is over, after you've given yourself five minutes to breathe and be present and allow those feelings and process them, then at the end of that five minutes, ask yourself, why was that a problem? Why do I think feeling that is a problem? It's nothing I can't handle, right? Like you just handle that. That is being with your urges. That is processing your desire. And it's absolutely nothing you can't handle, right? So that is not the problem, right? The problem is when your mind wants to go fight with yourself about drinking or not drinking. That's the problem. So you don't want to allow your brain to do that in the moment. You want to allow yourself to be with that urge in the moment and process it through. Now, this is the same exact way that you process all feelings. So if you find yourself frustrated with your husband in the middle of the day or your kids or you get a notification from the school that everything's changing, right? And you get this high vibration of an emotion come through you, you do the same exact thing. You stop thinking about the problem and you go into your body and you process that feeling. Where does it feel? Where do I feel it? What does it feel like? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is there a color? Is it moving? Is it still? Where, where is it going? What is it doing? What is it trying to tell me? And you stay with your vibration, stay with your feeling and process that through. And once you get yourself down, like once you do that and you're with it for five minutes, if that, you will feel so much better. You have allowed it to be with you. You've allowed to breathe and to process it and to not think of it as a problem. And it will dissipate. Okay, it'll be become so much less intense if you allow yourself to do that. All right. And then once you come down a little bit, once you get to a more neutral place, then you can go evaluate your thoughts if you want. But usually that's all it takes. You're like, all right, I got through the urge. Okay, I got through the frustration. And you don't feel the drive or the um, tendency to want to escape those feelings when you do that. Okay, so then your feelings don't become a problem. And then you won't be searching for alcohol to help yourself relieve of the feelings that you're in. You guys following me here? So if you are really with your feelings and really process them and you stop thinking about whatever it is that caused your feeling in the first place, whether it was the desire, I want to drink, right? Or the frustration, my kid's school is canceled, that thought. Whatever the problem is that caused the feeling, right? Which is always our thoughts. You put those on the side table and you go into your body and you process and feel, all right? So to kind of get back to where I started with this podcast, the problem isn't the want. The problem is your mind arguing and telling yourself that it's hard. Arguing and telling yourself that you can't handle an urge. Arguing and fighting with the urge, 
right? When you stay in your head versus going into your body, all right? So this is a skill set that you just want to keep practicing with, all right? Be easy on yourself as you're doing this. If you, if you get halfway through and you can't get your mind, you know, focused on your body and you keep going back to your head, just relax, take a break, come back to it. Please don't drink from this place. Like really commit to yourself that you don't drink when you feel the urge to drink, okay? Like even if you've planned your drinks 24 hours in advance, like I practice, I teach you guys, and it's a planned drink and you've had a long day and it's you're feeling frustrated and full of anxiety and overwhelm, and if it's still a planned drink night, don't drink, okay? Process your feelings. Be with them. Get curious about them. Drinking is not going to help you here. Drinking doesn't solve the problem, right? It actually makes it worse because you're still going to be there waiting for you the next day, right? What the, the way to solve the problem is to allow and process your feelings to be there. And then we can figure it out if you want to do some thought work on it, all right? So that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Please feel free to reach out with to me about any questions you have about processing your feelings, getting through your urges. Practice this. Practice feeling your urges ahead of time. One of my coach friends gave me this really good analogy the other day. She's like, just like a professional sports team has to practice playing the game before they play against the other team on game day, we have to practice this stuff before it's game time right? So before we're actually in a full-blown urge and the desire to drink, we want to practice allowing that urge and those desires to be there before it's actually a real episode, right? So I recommend to my clients is to practice feeling the urges, like practice not picking up your phone when you have the urge to pick up your phone. Practice not yelling at your kids when you have the urge to yell at your kids, Right? Practice this with feeling your good feelings like happiness and joy and excitement and love. Practice going into your body and feeling those feelings before you're in the moment with a more difficult feeling to process. Okay? Really commit to doing that. So, like I recommend also to my clients, feel your feelings throughout the day. Check in with your feelings in the morning, when you wake up in the morning, before you start your day, before you eat your meal. Take a deep breath. What am I feeling? Where am I feeling in my body? Take a moment to breathe and allow yourself to be present in your body. And then eat your meal, right? Be present with your dinner. Same type of thing, right? Check in with yourself at lunchtime. Take a break. Just what am I feeling? What am I thinking? Be with yourself. And then when it comes time to not drink, when you said you're not going to drink and you might have an urge... You're going to have some practice on board to make yourself so much more successful in that moment. Don't just wait until you're in the game to practice this stuff, right? Practice now so that you can show up as the pro player in the game so you'll have the most success and you'll win the game in the time when it actually matters. All right, my friends, I love you so much. Listen, you guys. You have to come check out my small group coaching program. Like I'm, I'm not trying to sell you guys here. I'm, what I'm actually trying to sell you guys on is changing your life. 
learning these skills and having me as your coach guiding you through this stuff and having a program to follow where it's all like laid out for you in a monthly workbook and videos and coaching calls two to three times a week and being around other women all working along the same process is unbelievable. The results that my clients are getting through this work are off the charts. You guys, when you invest into yourself, you take it seriously. You show up, you do the work, you are loving yourself enough and you believe in yourself hard that you're willing to pay for those results. And there is nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you for paying to get help with this. It actually means that you are taking yourself and your life seriously. If you've been thinking about joining my program, now is a good time to do that. It's never a good time to wait until the school, the kids are back into school when things are less hectic. You know, I hear a lot from people, I'm just getting back to work. Then there is never a good time to do this. The time to do it is when you are having an issue with it. Okay. And if you have been a part of my five-day reset or have been listening to the podcast and you're getting some good results on this, joining the program will help you succeed and accelerate those results. Don't wait and just, well, we'll see if I slip up again or if I go back to my old ways, then I'll join the program. Why don't you just guarantee your success (laughs) and like slay your goals now instead of like waiting to see what happens. All right, you guys. So If you want to talk to me about joining my program, there's a link in this podcast notes to request a call with me about joining the program. I'll evaluate where you are with your relationship to alcohol, and we'll see if joining the program would make sense for you. Highly recommend that you give yourself that opportunity to explore what a guided coaching program with me would be like. I promise you it's the game changer. All right, my friends, I'll talk to you next week and... Also, if you're loving this podcast, I'd love for you guys to leave me a review on iTunes. All right, so just scroll down to the end of the show, the very bottom, at the very end of the episode, you'll see a place where you can leave a review, leave me a five-star review, drop me a comment there, and that will help more people get this amazing free resource to help them stop over drinking. I love you all. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. (laughs) 